In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 2020 has come. This somehow auspicious year, just by the fact of the two numbers put together, and all the allusions to vision, to sight, and all of that. We've completed the Nativity Fast. We've celebrated nearly all of the 12 days of Christmas. The new year has come upon us. We have the, we had the Vasilopita, the Saint Basil bread on the first of the year. And this cycle of feasts will end, will culminate with Theophany tomorrow. And then for us here at St. John, our parish feast day the following day on January 7th. St. John, one of his many titles along with prophet and Baptist is forerunner. He is the one who comes before, as it said in the prophecy of Isaiah in today's gospel. Behold, I shall send my messenger before your face, who shall prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The, Lord, the Lord's forerunner, John the Baptist, in many of his icons, he stands not like this icon, but he normally stands like this pointing to Christ, always pointing to Christ. Because as the forerunner, he is the one who announced Christ before anyone knew he was coming. He was the one who said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And our Lord repeated those words in his ministry. Everything of the forerunner's life points to Christ. The stories we hear in the Gospel of Luke, where he was still in utero, in the womb of Elizabeth. And when Mary came towards Elizabeth, John leaped in her womb. So everything in the life of the forerunner is pointing towards Christ, pointing towards Him, directing each of us towards our Lord. Now you could imagine the opposite of pointing away. Imagine if his icon was like this, pointing away from Christ. It would be kind of strange, jarring at first. There's a sign when you drive down Murray, it's been there for a couple of months. It says, Jenkins Road Construction. Have you seen this sign? It, is, it caught my attention because it says, expect long delays, use alternate route. Now if there was ever a sign that was pointing away, that was the sign right there. It says, don't come near here, this is a mess. Don't come near here. So this is an example of pointing away. Now imagine that kind of sign in front of our own church. Don't come here, we have no room for you. Find another church. You may be seeking, but we don't have space here for you. In the story of our Lord's Nativity, there was also a lack of space, if you recall. In the Gospel of Luke it says that Mary laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In Mexico, they have this lovely tradition called Las Posadas. And what it is, is children dress up similar to Mary and Joseph, and they go around to houses in the neighborhood, and they have this whole dialogue asking for room at the inn. And they, the innkeeper, the house, says, I'm sorry, we have no room for you. And this goes on for a couple of houses until eventually they find a place for the Christ child. But here at St. John, for those who are spiritually thirsting, who have embarked on a spiritual journey to the church, we are the only inn for miles around. We are the only bastion of orthodoxy. 
that's fully on the west side. We can't put a sign like out on Murray that says, there's no room here. So when God sends us new people to his church, we must be able to receive them. We need to have room. And this is why as a parish we have decided it is time to move. That this is the year for our parish to find a new location. There's another tradition around this time of year in Greece. Uh, Saint Basil, who is a translation for us as he's the Saint Nicholas, the, the Santa Claus in Greek culture. So when Agios Vasilios, Saint Basil, comes around, that's when the gifts come around. But there's a tradition in some parts of Greece where they leave an empty seat at the table for St. Basil. And this kind of theme is in a lot of different cultures. At Passover, there's an empty seat at the table. Uh, in Poland, they do this at Christmas time. They leave an empty seat in case anyone extra should come. So on Saturday, we're having this town hall meeting here in our parish. And this is about that, about making that extra seat making the extra room within our parish so that we continue to allow people to come into our parish and we have room for them. At the meeting on Saturday, we will be finding out a lot about our own community because to talk about what we will become, we need to talk about what we are. We'll be talking about how many people really are in our parish community, how many are of different ages, how big is our current church? How much space do we actually have? All of these things we'll be talking about so that when, then we can start talking about what we will become. What we can become by God's grace. As we enter into the new year, 2020, we must face these major decisions with a spirit of giving and of sacrifice. St. Paisios describes this as philotimo. It's this uh, sacrificial giving, this love that is a giving kind of love that offers of oneself. And this is what we as a parish will need to embrace as we enter into this year. We'll have to sacrifice the comfort of how our parish feels. We'll have to sacrifice our assumptions of what financial stability looks like. We'll have to sacrifice our ideas of what our permanent church should look like if the consensus of our community suggests something different than what we personally want. In this Philotimo-filled spirit, we strive toward unity, towards harmony, towards peace within our parish. We're not going about what I want, my ego, how I think things should be. Rather, like the forerunner, it shouldn't be about us. It should be about Christ. Everything that we do as a community points to Christ when it's done rightly. And the sacrifice doesn't just mean what we give up, but it also means what we give. Because as we embark upon this in this new year, we will have to give. We'll have to give of ourselves, of our time, of our talents, of our treasures. We will have to give to make this community even greater in the eyes of Christ. So as we enter into this new year, it is fitting that St. John is here with his feast day. It's fitting because he is the one who has been our intercessor for these 20 plus years of this community. And he will continue to intercede on our behalf. But we have a part too. We have to ask his intercessions. 
We need to pray to him, supplicate to the forerunner, ask that he guide our parish, that he guide us in wisdom, in harmony and peace with each other, so that everything that we can do can be just like the forerunner, pointing to Christ, not pointing to what I want or how I think things should be, but pointing to Christ. So we may glorify him in everything that we do in this coming year. Amen.